Life can be hard, and sometimes you just need an internet bestie to help you out. That's where I come in. Welcome to the Dear Imani Podcast, an advice-based show that reminds you to put yourself first and live in your purpose. And don't worry, I'll always give you the real tea. Need advice or have a story? Send me a message on our Instagram at Dear Imani Podcast or DearImani.com. Tune in every Friday for a new episode. See you there. Sincerely, Imani. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Dear Imani. I'm your host, Imani, obviously. Happy Friday. I would never listen to this episode, honestly. First of all, can we believe it's already May? Like, it's already almost summertime. The year is almost halfway over, which is going to be kind of what this episode is about. But before we get to that, a little bit of updates. And these updates have nothing to do with me, but Beyonce went on tour. You know I bring her up most of my episodes, but I have to because her her tour started. Renaissance has started. The Renaissance has begun. And when she started it last, I think it was last week, I was in my bed for three hours watching a live stream on TikTok because I had to know. Like, I wasn't sure if I was going to wait until my concert, which is September 2nd, by the way. Um, I'm also trying to get tickets to her birthday on September 4th in LA. But I didn't know if I was going to wait until mine and like block her name on all social media so then I didn't see anything or just like let fate do what it needed to do. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to watch every clip, every live stream of this concert. And I'm so happy I did because you know why? People are like, don't watch anything. It's going to spoil it. No, no, no. When you watch your favorite artist concert beforehand or you see all the little clips, now you are prepared for the concert. So when I go on September 2nd, I'm going to know what I want to wear, what the vibes are. I'm going to know when she makes little pauses, when she changes her outfit. I'm going to know the choreography. You know what I mean? So I am very thankful that I watched the whole show. And then she's on her Europe leg. So when she gets to USA, you know it's going to be a little different anyway. She's going to spice it up for us. You know she is. She, she always does. So I'm like, it. it's not really the same thing. Like, everyone knows that if you have a favorite artist, you watching it on TV or on your phone is completely different than seeing them live in person at a concert, at a festival. So I'm so happy I, I watched it. But I'm just super happy that she's on tour and seeing her face again. So my whole timeline is Beyonce or Taylor. Yes. <gasps> oh, my queen. There she is. Oh, my God. She was just pulled up on the screen. If you're watching this on YouTube, oh, look, that, that, this picture is insane. Like, and this, and she actually has this big ass horse is on the tour. Like it's a part of the set, which is amazing. But yeah, that's my girl. I love her. But yes, another exciting thing that's coming up this week is a little mermaid. I got my tickets. I'm going to see it on Thursday opening day. I'm super excited. Obviously as a black gal myself, Ariel, one, Ariel is my favorite princess. Like, even though, you know, Tiana, Tiana obviously Princess Tiana, hello. But Ariel growing up was my favorite princess ever. So knowing that Hallie's going to play her, her voice is so angelic. I'm just so excited. You know, I'm ready for her to like stump on all the haters necks. You know, she just sounds so beautiful. Another thing about this, which is so funny, I talked about this on TikTok, but then I I changed it to private because I felt bad. I didn't want people to think I was being messy um, cause I'm just not a messy person like that. Maybe a little bit, but not too much. But I said on my TikTok that the director, I think his name is like, um, Rob Marshall or something like that. Every chance he gets, he, he talks about how amazing Hallie is, how her voice is incredible and how nobody could, once she set the bar, nobody could even reach that bar, or definitely not go past it during her audition. And he talks about it in every interview, how no one stood a chance basically and it made me think, like, do these girls be at home that auditioned? And you know there was probably some big names that auditioned. And I wonder if they're at home, like, 
damn, like, okay, my song, my, my, you know, my part of, ugh, Allie, my part of, part of your world was not that bad, Mr. Director. I wonder if they feel like, damn. But, you know, this, this queen right here, she is going to do the justice that we need for Ariel. Like, her voice, her personality. I've been watching all of the, like, the red carpets of her traveling around the world. And she's just such a princess. Like, her voice her talking voice, I mean, not even just her singing voice. She just exudes princess behavior. So those are the two things of Black Girl Magic this week. Because we got Beyonce and we got Hallie doing her thing next week. And then we got me, Dear Imani, period. So Black Girl Magic. Okay, so the topic for today's episode is what have you been doing since 2023 started? Because, you know, we all set our intentions. We set our goals at the top of the year. December 31st, we're manifesting, we're writing our shit down, we're making journals, we're doing all the things we need to do. And then 2023 hits and we're like, yeah, 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 January, February. Actually, February, we kind of start teetering off, right? So then you get February, March, April, May, we're in May, it's month five out of 2023. And we need to do a check-in. I feel like a lot of people don't check in with their goals. Like we make the goals in the beginning of the year and there's no point where we like really check in to try to switch gears or be like, hey, we're really killing it. Like, let's just keep on doing this, you know? So I'm going to take that time right here on this episode to get make sure that we're all on the right track or we know how to like navigate what we're trying to do for the rest of the year. Something that I always like to say too is that your goals don't stop at the end of the year. December 31st doesn't hit and then your goals are done for the year and you got to start make new goals. Your goals can roll over like pay time off, you know, like you're allowed to not quote unquote accomplish that goal and then bring it to the next year and then bring it to the next year. You know, that's the whole point of setting goals. But I do think it's really good to set clear intentions. And I talked about this during my um, new year ep episode in January to set clear intentions and then try to, you know, follow those steps so you can possibly or hopefully reach those goals that you have. So if you want to re-watch or re-listen to that episode, which was like the New Year episode, listen to that first if you want to, and then come back over here. Um, but I'm going to go through all of my goals. And another thing, if you catch me saying New Year's, Happy New Year's with an S, it is what it is. Because I know people be so mad every year when people say Happy New Year's, and they're like, it's not New Year's with the S, it's New Year. And I'm like, okay, you're over here being a cop, but like for no reason. So I'm going to say what feels natural. And sometimes it might be New Year's. Okay, so we're going to go back to the top of my year. I did three, I believe three. Yes, I did three different things to manifest, set my goals, set my intentions. And I'm just going to reiterate that before we go further. So the first thing I did was I wrote a detailed letter to myself on futureme.org, which allows you to exactly what it says, future me, write a letter. And I talked in... um. I don't know if that's, I, I talked in like present tense. So when I, so when I read it next year, it's going to be like, Hey girl, I hope you loving that new whip that you're in. Like it's going to, it's talking to me like that. So we'll see. We'll see about that new car. We'll get into that too. But, um, I did one of those future me, future So write a letter. You can do it at any time. It does not have to be like at the top of the year. You can write one right when you're done listening to this episode, write yourself a little letter and have it come right have it come next year, have it come five years from now. But I think it's just a really cool idea because it's kind of fun to just get a letter from yourself, but then also to see what you thought you were going to, where you were going to be and to see where you actually ended up. And maybe it's all the same, or maybe it's completely different in a better way, you know? So I first, I did that. So I'm excited to get that letter back next year. The second thing I did was I made a visual board. So like a, with 
the same goals, but in picture form. And I just use Canva. Like Canva is the number one website in my head. Like I go into Canva for literally everything. I'm obviously doing it for my podcast. I'm helping planning my, one of my best friend's weddings as her maid of honor. So I'm making like her invitations on Canva and all of that. Like it, it works for literally everything that's creative. So definitely check that out. But I made my visual like mood board for the new year on Canva. And I have that as my screensaver on my desktop laptop because I just want to be able to see it every day, like visual representation of my goals. And then the third thing that I did was I made a bingo card, which is what we're going to go over today. And I saw this on TikTok, which I thought it was super cool. And like I said, I went over all of this already on the other episode. But the bingo card is basically just like a bingo card. So I had all my goals like on there. And then you can kind of just cross them off as you go. Um, And it's it's just a really cool way to see it, but also like be very specific. I made one for Alex too. And I should probably check in with him on that bingo card. Because when I I was like, you should make one too. He goes, oh, I don't think I have like that. That's a lot of spaces. I don't know. Like I feel like some people look at their goals very broad. You know, he does music. And one of his biggest goals is to like produce music for like A-list celebrities and A-list artists. So in his brain, it's like, oh, produce a, a a hit song. But in my brain, I'm like, okay, you can break that down into different type of small, like small goals or specific goals that you can fill out that bingo card. So I did that for him. And I know as you're like typing it out, it might feel like, man, this is a lot of goals. I don't know if I have this many goals. I promise you do. You just have to think a little bit harder. So that's what, that's what I did. Mine are very specific to this, um, this year, but also will go into other years as well. So going to Let's go, let's just go through my bingo card altogether. And then we're also going to go into the questions I asked you guys and your submissions. And we're going to just make sure we're on track or not on track. I don't know. We'll see what happens because, yeah, we'll see. Because some of these, no, we'll just see what happens. Okay. So the first one I have on my bingo card is get a full-time social media position job. So for, I would say last year, I really wanted a full-time job, like, salary. I've never had a salary job. Everything I do is like, well, when I dance at Disney, so that's just regular job W2 period. Everything else is like contract, like whether you're modeling or a gig or whatever speaking engagement, it's just like, boom here. I I do pageant coaching. That's also like a separate thing. So Disney's my only W2 job. And I'm like, I really want a salary because a salary just feels grown, right? You have a salary, you got the benefits, like, hello. So I was on Indeed for months looking for a job. And I applied to, I kid you not, like a hundred jobs and a hundred jobs. And in my delusional brain, I was like, well, I should, a hundred people should want to hire me because I applied for them. But you know, you kind of have to like be realistic and like everyone doesn't think you're as cool as you do, Imani. Like that's just their loss. I did have a couple interviews and they went really well. And at one, like a couple of them, I had like three interviews and I guess I just picked somebody else, which is fine. But I did not end up getting a social media full-time job. When I say social media full-time job, I meant like a social media coordinator. So I wanted to work for a brand and then do their social media for them, not necessarily be like the star in it, but like film it, edit it, all of that. Cause I feel like I do that very well because I do it for my own stuff and my own brand. Um, so I did apply. So with some of these, I'm gonna give like yay or nay or maybe, or at least you tried. You know what I mean? Like sometimes you gotta pat yourself on the back because you tried to set the goals and do the goals. So getting a full-time social media position job, I did try and it just didn't 
work out and not that I, I can't get it anymore, but I feel like I'm fine off of that now. I did realize when I was getting close to getting one of the jobs, I started freaking out because I realized that I wasn't going to have as much time for the things that I want to do to make my brand bigger and better. And I was like, I don't want to be just stuck at a place or off a job working for somebody else when I could use that energy and time to work for myself. And, you know, we make it work. We get we get the monies. We get the bills paid. So that's all that really matters. And I'm like, I'd rather just invest my time back into more. Okay, the second thing I have on here is a thousand subscribers on YouTube. So I've had YouTube for a couple years, but I didn't actually start posting until last December during Vlogmas. And Vlogmas is um, basically you do a vlog every single day of December. So from December 1st to 25th, I was filming editing and posting in one day within 24 hours, I had a new vlog up, which is literally insane. Like anyone that has done Vlogmas, you know how psychotic it is because how are you editing, filming, posting in one one business day and then doing it again the next day? So it pretty, it really is crazy. Luckily I did some of them. I did pre-record. So maybe I cheated a little bit. I don't know. But I, um, that I started really during December. And at that point I had like three, 200, 300 subscribers. So then from Vlogmas to now, I am at, I think I'm at 700 and something, almost 800 subscribers. So I'm almost at my thousand subscriber goal. Um, I feel like I now do a lot of like weekly vlogs. So every week I try to post on Sundays or like a day, week in my life. Um, sometimes I like get a little bit off and then I have to do every other week, but then I also have my podcast. So I feel like that's what's helping is I have my podcast as I get. 45 to an hour long, and then also have a weekly vlog. So it makes me have like two videos a week sometimes, which helps with like my watch hours and the subscribers. So I'm like at 700 and something. So I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Hopefully, if we do another one of these, like in September, like a check in, I'm at the thousand, but we will see. No, what I, we will see. I will be at the thousand by the end of the year. What are, Imani, what are you talking about? I am not that person. I only talk about myself in a way that it is going to happen. So all of this stuff, if it hasn't happened yet, it will happen, point blank, period. And I'm going to surpass these goals too. That's just my little goal, a thousand subscribers. One day I'll be looking at this podcast and be like, oh, girl, I remember when you wanted a thousand subscribers. Now look at you, a million, bitch. Okay, the next one. Signed to a LA modeling agency. This one, okay, I have not signed to an LA modeling agency yet, but I feel like I need to take new digitals, which I do plan to do. I kind of wanted to do it tomorrow or, or Saturday because I just um, freshly washed my hair. I washed these clip-ins and they're ready to go for pictures. Um, I kind of want to curl it, but I need digitals to be able to send out to the agencies. And the modeling jobs that I have done have been on my own merit. I'll also use like the connections that I have from like different shoots and photographers and stuff like that. But I really do want an LA or I need an LA modeling agency specifically because they have the clients that are, you know, Skims and Good American and Fenty Savage and, you know, all of like the big beauty campaigns, all of that. That's how you get access to those castings and auditions. So that's why I need an LA agent. Um, I did have an agent in Orange County, but then that one just didn't work out. I just, honestly, I wasn't getting enough castings. Not that I wasn't booking enough because I mean, you can't control what you book, but I know I should have been getting more castings than one casting a year as a chocolate black girl. Like there, that's in every campaign these days, like inclusion and diversity, baby. There's no way that someone like me wasn't getting a casting call, you know? So I was like, I need to switch it up. So we, I ended up basically dropping them, 
But now I'm trying to look for an LA agency. So if you specifically, I would love to um, be with Naturals Models. So if you're listening to this and you work at Naturals Models, please um, look at my digitals. Okay, so the next one. I have a relaunch business. Okay, this one is going to be a hard no. This is a hard no. The rest of them are like, okay, they're they're in, they're coming in. We're working on it. This one I have not been working on whatsoever, if we're being honest. Mm, yeah. So as many of you know, I would say, I think was it last year or two years ago, I started like an online boutique called Miss Girl Co. And honestly, it was doing really well, especially for like it was a small business. And it was literally just me by myself. And I was selling like cute, trendy women and girls pieces and accessories. And I realized how hard it is to have a boutique um, because, or just have a business in general. Okay. Like well, I remember the day that I wanted to do that, I literally woke up and I was like, I want my own business. I got my, what's it called? EIN number. I got my business, business license, all of that. And the same day I was not playing any games. And then I pretty much started everything immediately. I did do a lot of research. So I feel like I was prepared, but I don't think I was prepared for how much work it actually took and how consistent you do have to be. And I was doing like a one woman show. So I was shopping for the inventory. I was, I did the whole entire website by myself. I packaged all the orders. I did all the finances. I did all the social media, all the graphics, all I found the locations for the models, book the models. I did everything. It was just literally me. And like, I think the first day, the, the first day I launched, I had so many orders. Alex helped me with the orders, of course. But for the most part, I was doing all of that by myself. Um, so it was really overwhelming and not that that's necessarily the reason why I stopped doing it, but one of the reasons, if I'm being honest, because it was just a lot. And then it was taking up a bunch of space in my like office and glam room. I have this whole entire big old cart thing and like all the clothes were there. And then when it got to fall, I had like heavier pieces because it's like leather and sweaters and shit. So then it was just a bunch of space. And I was like, I'm overwhelmed. I really am overwhelmed. So I was like, okay, let's do like a huge blowout sale, get rid of all of these clothes that I have, which I got rid of a lot of them. And let's rebrand it into something that is more feasible for myself as a one woman show. So I was thinking like jewelry and that's something that I still want to do like pageant jewelry, like the big earrings that pageant girls wear. And it'll be like pageant and prom collection type of earrings. Um, I think that's a really cool lane because I'm still in the pageant world. I'm a pageant coach, but then a lot of my peers are very glamorous people and they're in carpets and, you know, me manifesting carpets for myself. So wearing your own earring, but that's something that I really wanted to transition to. Um, but then while I was doing that at the same time, other opportunities were happening, happening for myself. And I was like, honestly, some, sometimes you just have to focus on certain avenues in your life. I think a lot of times, especially my brain, I'm like, well, you can do anything. And I preach to you guys all the time. You can do anything you want to do. You can do it. You can have a million jobs. Like that's how my brain feels. But at the same time, you also want to be able to do everything high quality. You can't just be doing a bunch of things. And then one of them's kind of lingering down here and the other one's up here. It's like, sometimes you just got to whoo, take a break and be like, okay, let's look at what we have. Let's look at what we have going on. And then let's get into those things. And that's when I really realized, like, I wanted to focus on my podcast, wanted to focus on my personal social medias and grow those accounts, because that's something that I am passionate about, something that I really want to do is being content creator, doing being an influencer, this podcast blowing up, um, my YouTube channel, modeling, all of that kind of stuff. So I was like, we're just going to take a break. And then that break turned into a whole entire year. So where are we with that? 
I'm going to say that's an X on the relaunch of the business. I don't think it's an X forever, but it's a, I'm going to say it's an X for right now because we're talking about 2023. So I'm not going to like go into like my five-year plan, but eventually, but not right now. And that's okay. It's okay to readjust your plans. All right, the next one, travel somewhere with a brand. Okay, if you are up to date, if anything on TikTok, you know about Tarte. Tarte going to Dubai. Tarte going to Turks and Caicos. Tarte going to Miami. This is the makeup brand, Tarte. They be going everywhere. And all these brands take all these influencers to these incredible trips, like incredible brand trips. And I'm not saying that I'm trying to go with Tarte. I think I was trying to go with Tarte, but now they're in a lot of drama. So I'm like, I probably shouldn't be going with Tarte. But I do want to go on a brand trip with a big brand. And that's one of my goals. Or even if it's not a huge, huge brand, but just go on an all expense paid for trip with like a beauty, clothing brand, whatever business is trying to take me and some other influencers on a brand trip. Obviously, this requires you to have you know, good content, a certain amount of following. So all of the other goals that I have on this bingo card are going to they kind of go together, of course. But that is one of my goals. And have we got there yet? No, it is. We haven't got there. Will we get there this year? I'm not entirely sure. That's like that was one of those like far fetched goals because I it, it's a process to do something like that. That requires a bigger following account, a bigger following count. So you can't just have like a certain amount of followers and think you're going to go on a brand trip, you know, but that is one of my goals is to go on a brand trip. I don't know where, but I'll go anywhere. It could be in California shit. Like just some, somebody take me somewhere. All, all paid. Okay. The next one we have lose 20 pounds period. And I actually have lost, I've actually lost like almost 30 pounds since I wrote this period. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is my first, that's my, that's my, yeah, that's the first one I hear. That's a hard yes that I actually have done. Every, every everything else is, you know, it's working on it, right? Um, but the lose twenty pounds—that is a green check mark. I did that, and I think I have. Mm, you guys think I'm crazy, but like I have like fifteen pounds to go because of the fact that like my number I, I needed a certain weight. I don't want to add my Miss USA weight because I felt I was like really small, and my teeth were sticking out of my head. Like these veneers were like. Like, I look like a horse low-key. I, I didn't look like a horse. I'm being dramatic. But some of the pictures I look back on, I'm like, girl, that is not your normal weight. So I don't want to be at that weight. I want to be like 10 pounds up from my Miss USA weight, which would still require me to lose like 12, 15 pounds. But I'm really happy about the almost 30 pounds I have lost. Because if you look back, just just go back and look at them. Go back and look at my old um, my older podcast episodes or my Vlogmas, specifically Vlogmas too. Like my face is so much more round. You know, I was I was still very cute. Don't I was still very cute. But if you can look at some of the videos, and I was like just just a little bit juicier, baby. Like it's okay, it's okay to be a little bit juicy. But for me and how I feel most confident is like when I'm like fit. I'm in the gym. I'm 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 looking snatched in my head, you know. And I do feel so much better now, honestly, because um, I think I talked about this before. But I, I have this theory that summer's only fun when you're confident in your skin. And that could be any weight. Like, it is, I'm not saying it has to be a certain size, certain number. It's just whatever you're comfortable in, in your skin, that's how you're going to have a fun summer. I noticed the last summer, and I feel like the summer before that, I was, like, covering myself a lot. And I was hot. <laughs> I was hot as hell because I was wearing, like, I was wearing outfits that were not meant for the summer because I was trying to cover up because I just didn't feel comfortable. And that just makes it not fun because there's so many cute little outfits, especially for the girlies out there, like, we could be half naked outside because it's summertime, especially out here in California. And I vowed to myself I did not want to spend another summer like that because it's just 
it's annoying to feel like uncomfortable in your skin. Um, especially not, especially when you're not used to that. I mean, I wasn't super used to that weight that I was at, especially coming off of Miss USA. Like I definitely wasn't used to that weight. So I was just like, mm. there's like a video my mom talks about. I was in the summertime. I was wearing a leather jacket. Why was I wearing a leather jacket in the summer? It's because I had a little crop top underneath and I was trying to kind of cover myself with a leather jacket, which is insane. So I'm really happy about my current weight loss and like my continued weight loss and like being in the gym. I went to the gym this morning, actually. So I'm trying to be fit. You know what I mean? Um, so I feel I feel really good. I feel really good in all my clothes. I can fit a lot of my clothes again, which is another thing because like I was not fitting into my clothes and then you start to buy bigger clothes, which is fine. I always advocate buy clothes for the body you're currently in. You don't discipline yourself by not feeling cute or wearing cute outfits because you've gained weight or whatever it is. Um, buy the clothes that you can fit right now. If you lose the weight, go get them taken in. If you gain weight, go get new clothes. You know what I mean? Like don't discipline yourself or be so harsh where you decide, okay, I'm just not going to go anywhere because I don't have, my clothes don't fit me, you know? So I did buy new clothes. Now they're too big and now I'm going to get them taken in. Um, or I'm just buying smaller clothes now. But ultimately, I just feel so much better, if I'm being honest. Like, getting dressed in the morning, picking out my outfits. I'm like, ooh, I made a TikTok and I had my swimsuit on. That's how I knew I was feeling myself. Because I, like, I put my swimsuit on on TikTok. TikTok's worldwide, baby. So, yeah. That one's a green check mark. Go me. Next one. Oh, I should move along. Okay, I'm talking way too much. Okay, next one. Get a sponsor ad for Dear Imani. This podcast right here. We are not there yet, baby. We will be getting there, okay? Like a sponsor ad. I just got to get one of these brands to be like, hey, I'll pay you this much if you just mention me in the podcast, you know? And that also requires like a certain amount of streams and like all of that jazz. But that's a, you know, y'all be listening to me. Tell your friends about me. Share, subscribe, all the good stuff. And I'll do my part too, keeping y'all entertained. So it's it's a team effort, y'all. Okay, the next one, host a red carpet. So I've talked about this before, but one of my like big career goals is to um, either have my own show or have this podcast be the best podcast, the most known podcast in the world, or also be like a red carpet correspondent, which I have done red carpet work before, which is why I interview well, y'all. Um, and I went to school for broadcast journalism. So that's still one of my goals. Um, I have a host of red carpet. Once again, this is for 2023 and I do plan to do that. Um, I also would like to take Dear Imani on the go. And I know I talked about this too, but do Dear Imani, but it's like, at a red carpet. So I'll have Dear Imani in the studio, have Dear Imani on the red carpet. And then I'm just like this entire brand, you know what I mean? Of communication. So yeah, so that one's being worked on. Monetize on YouTube. So that's kind of goes hand in hand with the get a thousand subscribers on YouTube. You have to have a thousand subscribers, which I'm kind of close to because I'm almost at 800. So that's pretty good. But the other trick is the watch hours. That is what gets people. You have to have 4,000 watch hours in a year. Um, I don't want to explain the math on that because it really confuses me. It gives me a headache. But you have to have 4,000 watch hours. And right now I have like 1,400 watch hours. So I have a, quite a few to go, but I do think the momentum of how fast I've gotten those, um, I can get that by the end of the year or I will get that by the end of the year. So just keep watching my YouTube videos. Watch Dear Imani. Okay, that's the hard part because I need you to listen to Dear Imani and I also need you to watch Dear Imani. So just do it twice. Like, it's really, I mean, why would you not want double me? Duh. So just do it twice. Um, and then also watch my weekly vlogs. I'm a really good time. Like if you listen to me on the podcast, I'm, I'm assuming you probably would like to watch my life too because I'm fun. Hello, watch it. Okay, so that's gonna that's what's gonna help me with my monetization on YouTube. So that's still a work in progress. But all of these, besides to the relaunch the business, I'm still working on them 
right now. Okay, the next one, book a beauty campaign. All right, I'm gonna put a green check mark on that because as you guys know, I'm at Target nationwide, baby, with Milani Cosmetics. So that is a green check mark for me. Oh, are we getting the sound effect? Yeah, baby. <laughs> yes, yes. Applause to me, applause to me. Um, so I did do that one. Um, and I I wrote this one down because that is a beauty campaign, but I want a bigger one, baby. You know, I'm always reaching for the stars. So I want like a billboard or multiple all throughout LA. Or I want, um, yeah, that's basically what I want, billboards. Um, just like a huge campaign. If you go to Target right now, you can go to Milani Cosmetics. Go to, I believe I'm shade like 14. Or maybe it's called Ebony. It's something black, obviously. They're darker shades, because clearly. Um, and you look down there, and you're going to see me, a beautiful headshot. Um, and it's so, so cool. Milani Cosmetics is like, they have the best team in the world. They're so nice. They're just a young girl. Like, the team is so small, but the brand is so big. Milani Cosmetics has been around for literally forever. Um, I used to use that makeup when I was younger, kind of like the first makeup I wore. But so it's really cool to be able to model with them and have this like really great connection with them and like relationship that I know will continue to grow. So um, Milani, I, I should be in your next billboard. You know what I mean? Okay, let's do the next one. Okay, get invited to Coachella for events. So last year's Coachella, I went, I didn't go to the concert, but I went to parties because I was a plus one with my friend that's like in media and stuff. So I vowed to myself for this year, the one that just passed, I was like, I want to get invited on my own merit and go to not the really Coachella part, but go to events. So I'm going to say this one is half yes, half no, because I did get invited to the neon carnival party, which is a super exclusive. I mean, there's a lot of people there, but it's all celebrities there and like cool people. So yeah, period. So that's like a, that's like a yes, but I did not go. So then there's a no. So it was like uh, uh, kind of one of those things. Um, yeah, I get <laughs> I get a half one. I get a half. That's it. Um, and me and my friend Susie, you know, Susie, she was on the podcast too. And she got invited to a party. She got invited to Celsius, um, a Celsius party, you know, the drink, the energy drink. But she didn't have a plus one. And then I got invited to a neon carnival and I didn't have a plus one. And we were going to go together. So we were like, well, there's no point of us going if we both can't go to the same party. So we just didn't go. But, you know, I still check it off because I did at least get invited. But my next goal for next year is to be invited, one, and actually go. And two, be invited by a brand, not just a party. Because the party, I would have to drive there, do the whole thing, find find a living situation and just go to the party. But when you're invited by a brand, that's when, like, they house you. They pay for all the stuff. They have a little cute outfits waiting for you. Like, all of that kind of stuff. Coachella is a big deal out here in influencer land. They call it the Influencer Olympics. So, my goal for next year is to build my social medias up more and my brand where like I'm invited to Coachella with another brand and it's paid for, baby, because that's what we want around here. All right. The next one we have um, 10,000 followers on IG. Okay. IG is hard to grow. Y'all know this, right? Like IG is crazy. Like TikTok is, I would say, the easiest platform to grow on because you just get a viral video and then your numbers start coming. Um I've had like three viral videos and even then it's hard because it depends on what goes viral if they're going to follow you. I got a bulk of my followers from a viral video when I was talking about something myself. So then people probably like resonated with my personality. So then I got followers, but then I have another two other viral videos that are just me using a sound with like a funny, um, caption. And when you just use a sound with a funny caption, that 
I feel like that doesn't resonate with people. They're just like, haha, like it. And they scroll. They're not necessarily like liking you. So if you're trying to go viral on TikTok, I feel like, and you want followers, you need to be like talking yourself or doing something that you are doing, not just using a sound, if that makes sense. Um, so, but and we're not talking about TikTok yet. We're talking about Instagram. Instagram is really hard to grow. Like I've been stuck at about 5,000 and something followers for years. Like I got to 5,000 when I won Miss Washington USA. And then from there, it's just kind of been the same. And I don't think that I'm just like not active on, on Instagram. It's just, I mean, I maybe need to post every single day and maybe I need to have a strategy. I don't know. But like Instagram is hard to grow. And I definitely have grown faster on TikTok and through like my vlogs and stuff on YouTube. So right now we're still sitting at like 5,000 and something. So we're definitely not at that 10K, okay? The next one I have, um, get a manager. That, oh, let me get the sound effect. I did. I, yes, 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 yes. Okay, green check to that one. I got a manager actually like two weeks ago with Rewired Talent. And they represent a lot of people from like, Love is Blind, Bachelor, and stuff like that. I discovered them because a mutual friend, she had tagged them, like, thank you, Rewire Talent, for, like, taking me to this event. And I was like, hmm. And I have been applying to, like, management teams and, like, social media managers and stuff. But the hard part about it is, like, you have to have a certain following for a lot of them. I feel like managing back in the day, at least, and Alex talks about this in the music industry, people didn't, people were okay with, like, helping an artist grow, now people want to manage people that are already that already have a platform because it makes your job easier. If you're gonna hire somebody or put someone on your label and they're already been viral, they already got a hit song. Why would you Why would you not want to take that person versus the person that's still like kind of like struggling or like they're you know they have low streams and stuff? So I do get it from a business standpoint and a job standpoint of like what's gonna make your job easier. But at the same time, I'm like, can you believe in a girl? Damn, like I know I don't got the numbers, but like I promise you. If you just watch the podcast, if you just look at me, you would be like, yeah, she definitely has the star potential, baby. So I reached out to Rewire Talent and we had a Zoom call and they're like, you know what, period. So they actually signed me on and it's really cool because it's not like a exclusive contract. So I can still work with other management teams, like bigger managers. So like I'm still open to signing with signing with somebody else um, and then they just take a percentage of like whatever brand deals they get you and whatnot. So I'm hoping I'm hoping what this does is allows me to get brand deals, which is where the money comes in, or to even just invited to like cool events because those events are what gets you the opportunity to network with the people. And then that's what makes you your career grow and also gives you the money, which is the networking and getting those um, opportunities. So I really wanted management to like be able to help me be in the rooms that I wanted to be in. So check, that's a green check, baby. All right, next one. Um, okay, 10K on TikTok. We're at, we are past 7,000 as of today. So we're close, close to 10K. Work in progress, baby. Okay, I have a lot of 10s in here. I have a 10K downloads for Dear Imani, and we are mm, like halfway there. So, you know, pretty good, pretty good. I just got to just keep it, keep it going, you know, post more clips, go, go viral. I don't know. Somebody, everybody listen to Deary Money, obviously. Okay. Next one. Um, save 10 K for a new car. No, that <laughs> I, do, I have not saved a 10 K for a new car. What? Like first of all, I need to get my, <laughs> mom, mom, mom. I need these sound effects are everything. I need to get 
my saving my actual savings account better and then i can think about the 10k for a car you know what i mean but i i still have, i in my head i'm like i'm about to hit a check a real big check i'm going to get a big ass check and i'm put that all in the car i'm going to go to dealership and be like all cash baby not the whole thing but like 10k all cash you know so my my dream it's not my dream car i don't really care about cars like that but my next car i don't know what my dream car is but my next car is a white mazda cx5 that's what i really want I want that car. So maybe at the end of the year, you see me cruising with a new one. If not, that one's going to roll over, like pay time off. All right. The next one. Get a four-figure brand deal. Yes. Green check. Yes. Yes. Another one. Done. Um, I did get, I got a four-figure brand deal. Like, insane. I was like, okay, I'm going to tell you the quick story what happened with this. So um, a makeup brand reached out to me. And they're like, can you post, can you make content for us for, they didn't even tell the price, like a, a minute video just putting on mascara. So I was like, well, yeah, that's, that's what I'm trying to do is like get brand deals. And they're like, what are your rates? So I have been doing a lot of research on rates. And a lot of people are like, oh, you can charge like, an, you know, $300 for one video, $500 for one video. And I was like, no, because... These bitches are rich out here. I know they're not charging $300 for a video. And granted, it's like I'm like the most popping influencer out there or like the numbers are there. But I was like, that doesn't feel right. I feel like y'all y'all are thinking small. So then I, I screenshotted the email, sent it to my two friends that are also influencers and do a lot of brand deals. And I told her and she was like, oh, you need to at least be charging two to $3,000 for that one video. And when I tell you guys I had a panic attack I was about to die. I was like, I was like, 2000 how dare I ask for that? Are you kidding me? Oh my God, that's so crazy. Like, I can never do that. And she was like, no, you need to say that much. And if you're, if they're, if they, and if they want to use the content for the rest of your life, for that lifetime usage, you need to say eight to 10K. And that really had me have a panic, panic attack. I was like, what? I was about to say $500. So I don't really know what you're talking about with those numbers. But anyway, she, she wrote me out what I should say back. I said that message back and they're like, perfect. We'll meet you here. And it was four figures. So check me. I can't believe that. And all I did was put on mascara. I was like, I was just like this. And I had to, I talked through it and everything, talked about the brand and like did my little thing, like things that I normally do on TikTok already for the free. I made a cute check off of it. So that's when people are like rolling their eyes at people wanting to be influencers. I don't know why. Cause they, they making the real coins. And now that the work isn't work, but it's fun work. Like we're not going to sit here and act like it's like labor, like a lot of other occupations. You know what I mean? Like it is a fun job. You get great perks, you get great pay. And like I said, it's just fun. So that I was really proud of myself for that one. Cause I was like, that happened really fast because I set that for the end of the year, but it is May and I got my four figure brand deal. So it's only up for here. I actually, actually have a book five figure brand deal on here too. Um, I have get invited to a brand event, which I did, um, last week, me and Alex went to like a kombucha event and that was really cool. Um, and then one of the last ones on here I have, no, I have two more. I have walk Miami swim week, which I'm still debating. I hear that is like a crazy week, but I'm still down to try it. Like I, I've always wanted to walk Miami swim week. I basically just have to go. My friends do it a lot. I'm going to, I'm going to stay with a friend and then you just go to casting. It's like, you just show up to the castings. They like will book you on the spot and then the show will be the next day. I know it's really chaotic, but it's always been a goal. So I'm like, we'll see. That's in July. So it's kind of coming up, which I just got to plan it. So we'll see. We'll get back to you. I'll get back to you guys on that one. 
And the last one I have is gift signed to Dear Media. So Dear Media is like a podcast, um, like media company basically. And they sign on podcasts and they have like a huge following. So they're able to like promote your podcast. Anybody that gets signed to Dear Media, they're usually kind of like a big podcast already. Um, and then they just go even bigger um, from being signed to them. And what's cool about them is that they sign podcasts from all over. So like you don't have to necessarily be with them. Like I could... I'll still be in my cute little Dear Imani studio, but then you'll just be signed with Dear Media. So maybe like right here, it'll be like, Dear Media. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's super cool. That's something that I've always wanted. When I first started the podcast, I was like, one day I'm going to be signed to Dear Media. And what's really cool is who I'm signed with Rewired Talent for like social media. They have good connections with Dear Media. So we will see what that looks like in the future. So that was my bingo board. You know, a lot of it, I'm still working on it. And some of them, I've checked it off. But these goals, whether they happen tomorrow at the end of the year or they happen next year or whatever the case may be, they are going to happen and I'm going to surpass these. So now getting into your submissions, um, I'm going to read a few of what you guys have said. I asked you guys four different questions. So the first one is, what 2023 resolutions have you accomplished so far? One, I got a couple really sweet messages where people said, thank you for asking these questions because and made them have to like reevaluate their year so far and like think about the things they need to work on or even just think about the things that they've already done and like kind of pat themselves on the back. So that's really cool. So what 2023 resolutions have you accomplished so far? One, we have starting my podcast. Yay. And that's, this is, you can probably guess it's Mr. Parker Griffin. I'm so proud of you. Starting your podcast. Yes. A quick shout out there. Next one we have, I booked a theater gig and I signed with my first acting agency. Yay! That's super exciting. Next one, I've been doing really well in the gym each week. Yes, that is, that, being in the gym is a choice. Like, you can literally, I sometimes think of every excuse why I don't want to go to the gym that day, even if I'm doing nothing. I'm like, oh, well, you know, it's already too late and it's crowded now and uh, I could just go tomorrow instead. Like, I always make a big excuse, but people going to the gym, every time I go to the gym, I think about, all these people in here made a choice to come to this gym right now. So kudos to you for being consistent with that. Um, I created my 401k in Roth IRA and started making payments on my student loans. Yes, we love a financial girly. Like I, I think, what do I have? I think I have a Roth IRA. I did something like that like two years ago. So I'm feeling real grown with it. Um, but yeah, good, good for you. Good for you. Um, next one, moving on and not settling. You know, we love that. Putting yourself first. That's what this whole podcast is literally about. Um, next one, committed to competing in the Miss USA system and invested in pageant coaching. Yay, that's exciting. Miss USA is a huge pageant. So a lot of people like try to steer away pageant girls because they're like, oh, that feels like really big. But good for you for trying out Miss USA and going for your state title. So good luck to your pageant. Um, invested in pageant coaching. I mean, you can... Invest in me, baby, because I'm a passion coach too. All right, next one. To be honest, I've accomplished none of my goals, but I'm happier than last year, so that's a W. Yes, you know, like that. that's a win. You know, the goals are meant so you can like have guidance um, and you want to set intentions because I think everyone should have goals. But if they don't happen or you, you don't reach a single goal for that year, you know, you can, once again, roll them over, but also just reflect and be like, okay, I didn't reach those goals, but how do I feel? And you said you feel happier already and we're not even at the halfway mark yet and you feel happier than last year. So I definitely say that's a W. All right. The next question I asked you guys was, what goals are you still working on? 
as you heard from my bingo card, I'm still working on a lot of goals, baby. Like I'm always going to be working on something because even when you're at the top, you still should be working on something. Like you think about A-list celebrities like Beyonce, (laughs) like Beyonce, she's at the top of her game all the time and she's still out here like elevating. Her tour looks amazing and she could stop right now if she wanted to because she's just an an icon. Or even you take someone like Kim Kardashian, like if she wanted to, she could just stop everything, delete her social media accounts. But instead, she's just like, okay, I make another business. Like, I'm going to do this. Because you just kind of want to keep elevating and, you know, reaching icon status. Um, so, you know, you're going to always be working. So that's why I asked you guys, what goals are you still working on? So first one we have is a lot. I've not been the best with working out and posting on social media due to moving. Okay, okay. You know, I think the thing is, if you're trying to do social media, you have to remember that everything you do is content. So a lot of times people are like, oh, I've been really busy or so I haven't been able to post or this. But well, well, if you've been really busy, you should have been recording that. Like everything is content. So whether you were moving, you know, just in the future, like, you know, don't cry over spoiled milk now. But like in the future, if you were moving again, you could do like, get ready, get ready with me to move or like watch me pack my closet up or like three things to help organize your move, you know, unpack my bathroom with me, you know, all these different things that you can do during a moving vlog or something. So just keep that in mind. Next one, finding the work life love balance instead of just working myself to the bone every day. Yeah. I feel like that's something that a lot of people can relate to because I think a lot of people put work first, which, you know, you got to pay the bills, but at the same time, you got to live your life too. Like you can't just take your money to the grave. All right. Next one saying no without excuses, a simple, I don't want to, um, to to prioritize my mental health and myself. You know, actually, I just saw this quote from Elizabeth Olsen, which is like Mary Kate and Ashley's sister, and um, act, they're both they're all actors, obviously. But their parents always told them that no is a complete sentence. And when I heard that quote from them, I was like, that is so true. Like all the time, we're always looking for excuses. We're like, oh no, because I have this, or no, or we're lying. We just make up excuses because we don't want to do something. But no is a complete sentence. That is a phrase in itself. You can be comfortable in saying no. Okay, next one. Um, oh, oh, I'm still working on getting into law school, period. We love an educated queen. Um, training for a marathon. Wow. So I know you're in the gym. Damn, a marathon. The fact that people choose to run is crazy to me. Like, that is kudos to you because you're choosing to run. Like, you wake up and you run. You are choosing to prepare yourself for 26 miles. Go ahead. All right, next one. I'm still working on <laughs> catching dick. <laughs> I mean, if that's your goal for 2023, baby, you better get to it because it's already almost June. Um, but you still got six months to get some dick if you want to. Okay, next one. Putting myself out there more. That one's hard too, just because I feel like a lot of us get nervous, whether it's to network or just like putting your personality out there more and just, you know, getting around the right people. It's just hard, but you, you literally don't have a choice. If you want to get to the next level in any field, it's not doesn't even have to be entertainment. You literally have to put yourself out there. All righty, next question. What goals do you think won't happen this year? So I made this question because I was like, let's be, I, I don't like to say be realistic because I think you can really do anything. Like somebody's doing it somewhere. So why do you have to be realistic? So I don't want to use the term realistic, but I'll use it in this sense because I am talking about 2023. And there are some things that you are just realistic about 
with like, okay, I don't think that goal is going to happen for me this year because it could be a financial situation. Like I'll take my 10K for the car. If I don't, like if something doesn't necessarily change on my day to day, then that might not happen this year to just pay a car in cash. You know, and that's just me being realistic. Not that it can't happen, but it could be looking like 2024. 20, you know what I mean? So that's where you um, can like kind of look at look at your year and see, okay, what might not happen at this moment? Not that it won't happen forever, but just right now. So we have a couple on here. We have um, my social media not grow, might not grow as planned and modeling has stopped being my main focus. So if that's stopped being your main focus, and that could just be because you're like kind of switching gears and that's okay too. Um, social media might not be where you planned it to be. And that's something that, you, I mean, not, not that you can't control it because you can control like your content, the quality of your content, your consistency, but you can't really control if like people are messing with it or not and choosing to follow. So that's something that I've been learning too. Like, you know, I talked about having, wanting to have 10K on Instagram at the rate that it's been and how I've been like at 5K for years. Where's the other 5K going to come by the end of the year? I don't know. But, you know, that's where you can be realistic and be like, okay, maybe that won't happen, but maybe TikTok will be sitting at 100K. You know, you, you kind of have to pan it out. Okay, next one. Any goals of the enemy won't happen this year, period. <laughs> and last one, um, my vacation won't happen this year. And that's another one that is, you know, this year's already gone by so fast. And by now, you probably already have your, anyone would have their summer vacations already planned out. If you don't have a summer vacation, a lot of people don't. If you know, and if you don't plan on traveling for the winter or Christmas time, then you can already look at the year and say like, okay, I'm clearly not going on a vacation this year. And that's okay. You can go next year. You know, times are hard and it's expensive out here to travel. Like the flights and hotels, really it's the hotels. The hotels these days are crazy. Like a motel me and Alex had to get um, our we got our our tubs like repolished or whatever, and we had to be out the house for six hours. We came back and the smell was still disgusting, so we couldn't even sleep there yet. So we got a hotel. So we were looking at hotels like trying to find a, a cheap one because it's just it was already eleven at night and we had to check out at ten. So we're like we just need to sleep. We're looking at hotels. I had saw Motel Six was a hundred and twenty dollars. When has Motel 6 been $120? I remember like driving past it when I was little and it was like 50 bucks a night, $49.99 a night. It's $120. Like I'm not saying a Motel 6 for $120. Like we ended up staying at the Spring Hill Marriott, which was like around the same price. And it's a new nice hotel. So Motel 6, cut it out immediately. Um, but all that to say, it's expensive to travel. Um, next question. What can you do differently from now to end off the year how you want it? Um, I thought of this question just because even though right now you could be off track, you cannot be doing what you're supposed to be doing to reach those goals. But what can you do differently today into next year to reach those goals or get closer to that goal? So for y'all, you said... Um, oh, you said collect my receipts. I hate adulting. Oh, so you want to collect your receipts for taxes. Um, taxes, I never want to talk about those because I don't, I don't get those and I still have to do mine. But California has an extension until October, so I would do it then. Next one. I can post more on social media once I've settled in LA. Okay. Yeah, you definitely can do that. I mean, as long as you, I think a lot of times, even though you can do it now, you're going to feel more comfortable when you're settled in. So that's fine. 
Okay, I can do di- what I can do differently. Be intentional with the plans. Follow up and follow through with the people that matter to you. Cheers to that. We love that. I think I use intentional a lot on this podcast because I feel like that word itself like just means so much with everything and especially with connections and relationships. So just like we clock in and clock out of our jobs, we have to clock in into our friends and our family and our loved ones because that's ultimately what really matters at the end of the day. Um, next one. Say no and not to do things out of feeling of obligation or hurting feelings. Hashtag self-care. Last week on the podcast, when I just recorded at home, I talked about, um, it was an episode of like things I'm too old for. And I talked about like too old for being responsible for everyone else's emotions. And I think you do have to be responsible. Like I said, if you actually hurt someone and you're saying mean things and like, you know, you have to take accountability for how you make somebody feel. But at the same time, you can't take all of the responsibility because if you're just speaking your truth and you're just saying like, no, I don't want to go there. And then that person gets sad or mad at you. I can't control that you're mad about something that I want to do for myself. Like I can't take all that responsibility. Like what am I supposed to be like, oh, I guess I'll go now because, because you're sad and because you want me to go. I don't, I don't want to go. Like that's what it is. So um, definitely take care of yourself. But also on the flip side, don't say no too many times. Like I said, you get three times to say no to your friends. One, two, three. If you surpass that four times, they're going to cut you off and they're never going to ask you to go out ever again and you can't be mad at them. Next caller. Um, take better care of myself. Stay focused. Not losing sight of the end goal. And I got a few of focus on myself. So that's what you want to do differently until the next year. And I love that for you. So that's it, y'all. There you have it. I wrote on here, I'm going to read this off because I feel like I said something good on here. Um, I hope listening to this either one inspired you to keep going after your goals for 2023, stop and reflect your accomplishments so far, or helped you feel less alone. That is the one I want to talk about. That's going to be Imani's final thoughts. So for Imani's final thoughts, I hope that this episode helped you feel less alone. Because I think a lot of times, you know, the recap at the end of the year, going into 2024 or whatever year it turns, everyone posts their videos of their year and what it looked like. And it feels like everybody accomplished so much and they accomplished everything they set out to do. But the reality is a lot of people have these bingo cards. They have these vision boards and there could be nothing checked off on that list, you know? And I think having conversations like this, I showed you guys where I'm at, what I haven't done yet, what I plan to do, what I don't plan to do. You guys shared with me the things that you haven't even touched yet, things that you've accomplished, things that you plan to keep working on. And even just reading your submissions and hopefully me reading mine, you feel less alone in the sense of like, okay, I'm good where I'm at. I've accomplished this. I haven't accomplished that, but that's okay. I can still pick up tomorrow and start over or re-navigate somewhere else, you know, like all of that is okay. So overall, I hope you feel less alone after hearing this podcast. And you know me, I just want you guys to go after your dreams and all your goals and reach for the stars because you can truly, truly do anything. If that person can do it, then so can you. So on that note, thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. Please subscribe to the channel. If you're watching this right now on YouTube, subscribe because that's how I reach my goals, baby. Like I said, I'm trying to yeah, subscribe button right there, period. You know, I'm trying to reach, I'm trying to monetize. So I need the subscribers so I can get to the thousand and then that thousand turns into watch hours, baby. That's just how it works. So thank you. Rate the podcast five stars. It really helps me out. I love y'all and I will see you next week. 
Thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast. You can watch the full episode on YouTube and make sure to send in your stories and questions at dairymoney.com. Reminder, I am not responsible for the outcome of any advice you take from me. Unless it's good, then I get all the credit. See you next week. Mwah!